This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Yeah, let's start with the injuries if we can. Um, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, last seen, for example, protective boot on crutches. How is he? And is there any news on anyone else in the squad? No news on anyone else, which is good news. Um, and with Oxley, yeah, the, the ankle, what we probably expected. Um, it's <laughs> you have three ligaments on the outside of the ankle. One of them is damaged, um, and now we have to see how quick we can fix that. I, I don't know exactly. I had that injury, but it's myself. But it's years ago. Um, and um, yeah, it can take a while or it can be quicker. We have to see, but no chance, of course, for Thursday. No chance. So this year, uh, Oxley will not play uh, anymore. That's clear. And then we have to see how quick it can settle. Um, yeah, that's it. And nothing on Lovren or Matic. Both and Fabinho, both in a really good way, but of course not not ready for 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 these games. No. What about how much do you have to think about fatigue? I know you travel and you, uh, you expect the squad to be fit, but will you only know when the players run out against Leicester whether they are feeling in the legs because there are a lot of minutes. <laughs> Look, the, the, the only the only real thing I can say because if whatever I ask the players, we are all in a, in a, in a situation where, where everybody wants to be constant, constantly fit. So I don't have to ask them, but I can only judge myself the way to Qatar. Sleeping-wise, was difficult to get used to for me. Um, on the way back, it was completely normal. Since then, it's all good. We had a, uh, yesterday a day off. Um, I'm pretty sure the boys slept as much as they could, um, and they should be completely fine today. From I said, from that point of view, the way there was climate change, all that stuff that was really kind of intense, um, and we needed really days, um, maybe nearly the full week to to get used to it. But um, now on the way back, we are in all the circumstances we know for years, and um, all good. Carlo Ancelotti is the only manager to have got the better of you so far this season, and now he's moved in just over the road. Um, you looking forward to your showdown in the FA Cup? What does it do to the dynamic in the season? I couldn't be further away from the, from the FA Cup in the moment. There are two very, very, two, three. Three? Oh my God! Can't believe three very important games in between. So I cannot really think about that. I get, I get it that Carlo yesterday had to speak already about it, and about his record and stuff like this. All good. I, I, it's a, it's a big proof for our relationship. Eh? I like him a lot. Uh, I liked him a lot. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, it's difficult in this business to to, um, to have friends. With Dave Wagner, I was friends before we became managers. All the others we, we meet from time to time, but with him, the relationship was always kind of special. Um, and um, yeah, so now we meet a couple of times during the year, uh, more often than probably uh, we are used to, but um, that's all. Yeah. I would love to say I wish him luck. <laughs> oh, it's Christmas, come on. I wish him luck. Yeah. Thank you. Very kind of you. Yeah. I don't know whether you look at the, the league tables or not, but obviously if you beat Leicester City, you would become 13 between them. So how do you stop the chat of people just using <laughs> <laughs> oh, If we win, do you mean the chat if we win or what? Or the chat already before your chat already. How, I can't obviously not stop you. you know that. Yeah, yeah. So um, 
I will not, and I can't. So that's how it is. It's people can still in this part of the world um, about and talk about what they want. So um, no problem with that. We will not be fussed by that. We are not. Um, we are not in this situation where we are in because we we thought um, things are over before they are over. We are not in the same situation we are in because we didn't take each game. We played so far 100% serious. Boys were always 100% focused, and that's what we will be at Leicester. And all the talks before, if um, we would do this or do this, what then happens are absolutely not important to us. They have absolutely no influence. We are pretty good in, in, in um, shutting the doors um, around us that we really don't... That it's not interesting. It's normal in this business that you have to talk about these kind of things, but um, you don't have to think about it. And when you are involved, and we don't, we just play um, the next game, and then we have a couple of hours time to um, to recover and play the next game. So there's no time for anything else. And um, coming towards the end of, a, of another year, but Jamie Vardy still scoring goals more than anybody in the Premier League in 2019. Loves scoring against Liverpool. Does he? Well, so if you can't stop talking, <laughs> you can't <stop> <laughs> we will try. Uh, we will try. The only problem we have is it's not only Jamie. It's a, it's a massive threat, obviously. It's a exceptional striker, what can you say, um, over years. Since I'm in England, he's one of the top three, probably, um, because um, he's always scoring, he's, he's difficult to defend, uh, always um, over shoulder, <laughs> running in your back, playing with the offside line, really, really, really dangerous. So that's how it is. But in football, the only thing you can do is um, to avoid passes, try to avoid as many passes as you can to him. And that's what we'll try, like we always do it. Um, yeah, that's it pretty much. But it's Leicester is not only Jamie Vardy. Yeah? They, Brenton did an excellent job there. Um, and they, they are a proper top-class team um, in the situation where people still speak about them like a little bit, oh, how did they come there? But they are the quality they have is exceptional plus the manager they have makes a really good mix and so we are aware of that um, but that's it apart from that we will prepare like we always do um, and at the end so far they only played us once um, and now we have to show that we can a few things from the first game at least again because it was a good game it was with a Probably, oh, um, unless we'll see it with an unlucky end for them with the penalty, but the situations around the penalty and around the goals we scored and around the chances we had, um, where we played there really good football, and um, that's what we have to do again. Julian. Yeah, Jordan Henderson has been saying that you made a change a little bit in dealing with um, this time of year in terms of recovery and well, so yeah, giving people a rest. Has that been a conscious effort by yourself? Maybe this season or has that been over a period yeah. of time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had to learn it, of course. But I always were in, in, in close contact with, with the players and, and, and people who were here for longer. When I came in, I came in in October, I had no clue how it will feel to play over Christmas, to be honest. But the thing is, what I realized um, since I'm in... So my colleagues in Germany, which they are now, um, all the players in Germany, um, when you become closer to the Christmas break, it's then always like when you see the finishing line, you are already like a bit, you're looking forward to it. So we don't have that. So we don't think about it. this is a completely normal season, a part of the season with too many games, but that's um, we cannot change that. So what we have to make sure, and it's what we try, and it's what we try since I'm in, and what we do meanwhile, um, probably better because we know more about it, is how we can um, 
respect the, the social things like Christmas, what we have to, because first and foremost we are human beings and our family at home and stuff like this. We try to do all the important stuff football-wise around. That's what we always did and that's what we do this year. Um, and apart from that, the boys need to be um, smart enough to do the right things as well because um, what you all probably do at Christmas is for us not exactly um, the same what we should do. We still have to eat the right things, not the things um, where everybody else eats. And um, that's the only real difference apart from that. Um, we prepare a football game and the boys are um, focused enough to, to do that in the right way. Michael. Jürgen, uh, Champions of the World has a, a lovely ring to it and it's a great achievement. In some senses though in the Premier League, does it make Liverpool an even bigger scalp and when managers and coaches are trying to draw extra percentages out of the players, the fact that you're up against the world champions, what do you think it does? I think it would be a little bit disrespectful if we, if we would look at other managers and other teams like that because they are not um, they are not like that. Right? So you don't need this extra thing. I, since I'm in Liverpool, Liverpool is all wherever we go because the a number of people we bring there, uh, it's always a special game because of the history we had, it's always a special game. My, my the, the outstanding game of that was Newcastle last year between the two Barcelona game and it felt really, wow, what's going on here? What's exactly happened in the history between Newcastle and Liverpool? That, that's so important to them. Um, so that's actually the situation we face constantly. I'm not sure if we can we can even get or become a, a bigger scalp. I think we, <laughs> the scalp we are is big enough since since I'm here at least, and probably it was always like this. So there will not be a difference. Um, you cannot add in a meeting the the, 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 the the achievements of the other team on and on and on and then um, tell them and now you can beat them so you have to be careful and so um, that's no it's just positive it's just positive that we did it uh, we went there to achieve something um, special we did that it felt brilliant we flew home we had a proper sleep and now we are here to play Leicester and like to, to act like um, the world team world cup winners uh, almost at the halfway point of the, the Premier League season, first versus second. I know you touched on it briefly before, but I think at the start of the season, Leicester weren't even the favourites to finish seventh. As far as bookmakers are concerned, have you been surprised by not just the progress that they've made, but the fact that their consistency levels are, are so good? Am I surprised? No. No, it's um, the situation with Leicester have, and. Um, Right, so they, because of their whatever seventh or whatever last year, so and don't play international football, but have the quality if they go through the team. Um, Paris, for example, needed a while to adapt to the position. And he came in, and a lot of people in football thought he's rather wing back than a full back, but now he, he's a proper full back plus a threat, so like an offensive full back. Ben Chilwell is since what I don't know, three, four, five years already in pretty much everybody's book. Um, fantastic player, um, big was a still a talent maybe but was a big talent when he played for Huddersfield um, on loan came back had to fight for his place did that so Evans can you have a, a more experienced centre half for example like like Kasper Schmeichel and you have um, Sonucu the, the Turkish guy I know from Freiburg um, who needed time to settle super super pairing really highest quality pairing um, then you go through midfield and you have different options there but it's just it's, it's highest quality with all the things desire, hard players, like aggressive challengers, super footballers, um, the wings, 
quick, creative. Uh, so um, going inside, going can go outside, all that stuff, and then you have Jamie Vardy on top of that, and Madison in between. So these these kind of things that makes a top top team. And if you look how often they had to change, they maybe changed from one game to the other, one or two positions a little bit in midfield, pretty much maybe the wings here or there. Gilbert could not always play stuff like that, but they could con- play this team consistently because of the number of competitions everybody else in is a big advantage with the quality you have. So they do really well and use that situation really well. And um, so, well deserved. Whatever they achieved, so I'm not surprised at all. If you go through the team, it was clear from the first day, plus the manager, it was clear from the first day that will be a proper challenge over the whole season. Oh, it's much better than losing all these finals. To be honest, um, that that's a massive difference. Um, you see that we develop in playing the finals. That's how it is because you you get used to the massive excitement around and still doing the right things in the right moments. So you you mature over the time when you are involved in finals. For sure, it's a. It's not normal that you are involved in so many finals. That's true as well. So um, that's that's all. That's all really, really good and um, helps of all, of course. But that's the that's the only thing. Um, apart from that, um, the, bo- the boys so team developed in the last couple of years in a sensational way, and that helped as well. Not only experience in the finals, but the quality which we, um, yeah, developed all together is um, is exceptional. So, but that's it. Today, really cool so far, super. But we are here to play last on Thursday. That's that's all. It has nothing to do with the finals. It's nothing to do with the other games. It's just about this game, being in the game, digging, um, fight for every each inch on the pitch, whatever, um, and and be ruthless. Be ready to. You, we want to run. We don't want to come in a situation where we have to run. All these kind of little little differences. That's what we what we are, um, and that's what we have to show. A significant factor has been that you've had these injuries and you've overcome them. It's not noticeable the fact you've had these injuries, and every player who's come in has has sort of dropped into. Oh, look, it's about the quality of the boys and it's about the, the I think I said it before, you cannot play all the games. Some of them have, obviously, because of the position they are playing in, but you usually in, in a football team, you, you, you shouldn't play all the games. Um, and if then centre-half is a position where you can do it um, because of... Yeah, they, are, they don't have the highest number of kilometers during a game, let me say, like this, or should not have, otherwise it would be a really strange game. Um, and the boys, it's the quality of the boys. We have only highest quality players. It's a, not the biggest group, it's a small group. Meanwhile, getting smaller week by week, pretty much. Um, but so far, we could we could deal with it. But how um, it's always said, to, to come through a season, you need to be lucky in, 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 these, in these moments um, that you really can and can um, bring on a, a team which um, is able to, to, to win a game. You never get the guarantee, but you need to make it as, as probable as possible. And that's what we try to do. And so, and now against Monterey, we had now first time the situation that we had only one centre half left, and Hendo did an exceptional job there, or the whole team did that. Um, 
and was interesting to watch, interesting to analyze. A um, couple of things, of course, of course, didn't work out because of the, the, the patterns in the team, which were a few things we absolutely used to. They were not there, um, so we couldn't rely on it, but did in moments and, and all these things. But at the end, it's not about having always the perfect team on the pitch. It's about finding a solution to bring a team on the pitch and make kind of make it possible that you can win the next game. To deal with your own situation is very important, very often. And so far, we, we did it okay. But of course, how I said, we need to we, we need luck to 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 with uh, with injuries and all that stuff. We were not really lucky so far, but so far we could find a solution. Hopefully, it stays like this. Everything you wanted has a um, you know, uh, image of the perfect football or um, perfect performance. How close to your Liverpool performing to your idea of football is? <laughs> oh. I think it's more like this that we all in life, not only in football, we constantly search for perfection and we'll never find it. So that's a little bit like this, but without knowing exactly what would be perfect. I don't know exactly what would be perfect. I have a football game, over the number of games you play, there are perfect moments in a game. The a perfect moment in a game was the... I think it was the 2-0 against Manchester City. It's a perfect moment in a football game. It's a diagonal ball. I don't even know where the ball came from, but a diagonal ball from Trent Alexander-Arnold to, to Andy Robertson. And with, after two touches, he fires the ball back pretty much to the right side. And there's Mozart and, and with his header after the ball drops on the ground, which is then not easy to judge. So that's a perfect moment in a football game, but you don't have them all the time. Our life is not only searching for perfection. Our life is much more dealing with failure. That's what a football game is about, because you because you cannot play it perfect, um, or, or because it's pretty pretty rare that you play perfect moments. You have constantly to deal with not perfect moments, and that's much more important. So um, I have no clue how a perfect game would, would look. I never saw it. Um, I saw some glimpses of it, but that's it. So we are in a good moment, but that's because we have the, the, the points um, that we have. But um, yeah. We need to improve, we need to get better in, in moments, we, ne we need to deal with difficult situations, all that stuff. And if we can do that, it would be perfect, but not with a perfect game. But it's really a good team, so how Takumi can you know, uh, perform from this team, you think? Easy, easy. We will see. So all the things we, we, we know about Takumi is um, that so many things fit very well to us. So um, it's, it's football skills first and foremost, obviously decision making in, 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 in tight areas, um, his speed, um, his desire to, to win a ball back, um, to encounter press if you want. He's used to that because Salzburg is, has a similar philosophy than we have. Um, that's all really good. But then you have to see how will Takumi adapt when he's then finally coming over and we are allowed to work with him. Um, how can we, how can we put him in? But in the in in the short term, but in the in the long term, there's, there's no doubt about that he will help us. So that's that's clear, and um, so looking forward to work with him. But how is that between now and Takumi's first day at real day at Melwood? There's still three games, so um, I have a little bit of time to think exactly about um, where he will fit in. 
listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.